0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See bball B ball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, Philly,
1: to your favorite sports show, Song oh, Bra, hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart. They're sexy and they're all fit. So thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show
2: Welcome into babes on Broad a special early edition We are coming at you in the beginning of the week instead of later because my co-host Jess town is going to Italy and we also I'm have out. Thanksgiving and all that stuff so, all that fun stuff's coming up. So we're a little bit earlier, but we are Babes On Broad. And if you or we are brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can do at Babes On Broad on all social medias. You'll be able to find us. It will come up. Um, me personally on Twitter and Instagram. I am at samwills 18. Jess is at Jessica underscore town with an E on Instagram. And she is at Run This Town with an E 13 on Twitter. And then if you want to rep us, it's getting close. We're only a month away from Christmas. So Ooh! we have all kinds of gear on designtree.com slash babes on broad.
1: But... I just got a hefty shipment in for my fam.
2: Yeah. And we just got our ugly Christmas sweaters and stuff, which are super cute. So I have to order myself one. I have to order it too. But to
1: you them. can match us.
2: So They're that'll super be fun. Cute. I really like them.
1: And there's also... A bunch of other ugly Christmas sweaters on Design Tree too. Yeah. There's a bunch. They're pretty cool, actually. Yeah, they're cool. I really like them. I love them.
2: them. But so obviously, it's not a bad thing that we're talking early because there's a lot of frustrations after yesterday's loss against Seattle. Neither team played well at all. No, they both played like crap. Which is even more frustrating that we couldn't take advantage of them being down. Yes. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Against good teams that you had a chance to beat. Win it would have helped you
1: tremendously, especially with the Cowboys getting lost yesterday. Yeah. And I saw a tweet yet today, this morning, when I was just scrolling through, that said something like, you know, if I would have told you that Seattle only had ten points going into the fourth quarter, Russell Wilson threw how many interceptions? One or two? No, no one. 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 Chris Carson fumbled twice. Yeah. You'd think, but no. then you hear that the Eagles no. had five
2: turnovers, and uh, so bad.
1: It was so bad. It yeah. was
2: so bad. It was so bad. And this is one of the first games where you can really say, WTF, Carson?
1: Yeah, I'm with that. So uh, there's a couple WTF moments I have. And Carson, in whatever he's doing, is definitely one of them. My biggest one, though, is putting Andre Dillard at right tackle. Yeah, that outraged a lot of people. My biggest thing is he said earlier in the week, they asked him how it was playing it right tackle and it was actually funny because I was talking to Joe about it and I said this quote to Joe and he in his head was like well yeah that's why they're so different you can't just plug them in on the other side and I was like no they're actually plugging him in on the other side yeah. and that's why he said it and that's the problem he said it was like being right-handed and writing an essay with your left hand before he said that Trey Thomas said the same exact thing on our show that makes sense yeah because it's very different they're not the same yeah. thing
2: well and that's the thing is even if so trey one of the best linemen ever if he is saying how hard it is that means that it's probably going to be pretty hard for a rookie who just started getting playing time
1: at left tackle actual position to just yeah. move over there i mean and i saw trey's tweet this morning about how you know his stance was just completely yeah. giving the plays away and stuff and but honestly like I don't blame Dillard for that. I don't no, blame no, him for playing so terrible on Sunday or he getting tried, benched. Man. Like he did what he could. He did what his team asked of him. Mm-hmm. And I think you see how big of a problem it is when Jason Peters, who throughout his career, anytime we've had any problems with the right tackle has always been like, I'm not moving. I'm yeah. not doing it. Which is now, is now like, Hey, if it really needs to happen, I'll do it. I think you see how big of a problem, that but that's is. also frustrating
2: that he says it now. Like Trey had a good point. Like, He didn't say, he saw Dillard practice there all week. Yes. Obviously, it's not like he just got in the game and pooped the bed. Like, he was obviously not that good all week. He couldn't have been. And so it's annoying that JP literally comes out after they don't have to worry about Clowney because Clowney they originally thought was going to play until yesterday. Right. So, like, after a good defense, he's like, yeah, like, if you need me there against the Dolphins, I'll play there. When also Lane's probably going to be back. Yeah. Like, it's just annoying that he's, like, saying it now. It's kind of like a, I'm a good teammate, you know. I'm saying this.
1: It's annoying from a coaching standpoint in so many different ways because a. I don't agree with throwing your rookie, first round draft pick, who was playing at left tackle, just throwing him over there and like, hey, figure it out. No. I don't agree with that. He's I don't not ag- perfected at his actual position yet. Right. It just makes no sense. And I don't agree. I don't agree with doing that to Andre Dillard's confidence. Yeah. I just think across the board, that was an absolute bonehead move. Yeah, and why not
2: Vitai? Why not Matt Pryor? Like, I feel like any of them would have been a better option than Dillard. Maybe mm-hmm. Dillard can play both ways if you had more practice, if he wasn't a rookie, you know, and you have yeah. more confidence. Like you said, that hurts his confidence now to start off his career. It's not good. Yeah.
1: It's like, but. it's it's the same as being right-handed and then trying to do something mm-hmm. left-handed anything like ben think Simmons about how difficult <laughs> I'm just kidding oh <laughs> my god I hate you I absolutely hate you no that was low blow he is on a tear <laughs> no Ben Simmons slander that was, will that be was accepted past. at this that was t- in the past okay but, but seriously like think about think about it it's like okay for you in volleyball if you're right-handed yeah. and you just hold your right hand behind your back and do all those things that you were doing with your left hand for me, it's you like, look uncoordinated. Yes. For me, it's like my for dance, my right side was always, you know, I was more flexible with my right mm-hmm. leg. My right leg was stronger. Like I could was able to turn better on my right side. If I was only allowed to do it on my left, I would look like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. It's anything. It's literally anything. Baseball. You're right-handed, and they try to force you to swing left-handed. Mm-hmm. If you're not a switch hitter, that's not going to work out very well. The only thing that you have to conform is field hockey because there are only right-handed field hockey sticks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. If you're left-handed... you, you got to you, adapt. You've got to figure it out. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... But seriously, so that was my biggest mm-hmm. WTF moment. Yeah. Um, the second... they, I think they were all WTF moments. They are. The, the, second, the second one. Greg Ward. When I did my 53-man prediction in the beginning of August, I thought this would finally be the year that Greg Ward made the roster. A lot of people did. He was a big name coming out of preseason. He should have. Or he well, yeah. should have been brought off the practice squad sooner.
2: Definitely sooner. This is all just goes back to like the cluster Mm -hmm. in your head that you're just like, what are they they doing? Not putting Deshaun on IR, not like they literally just set themselves up Mm -hmm. for failure for failure. Yes. And I don't understand. We had Donovan on today and he said Mm -hmm. something like, Oh, but everybody also thought Jordan Matthews was going to be great, which is true. And like, it's hard because yet again, it's Jordan Matthews who doesn't have a top receiver talent coming in as our top receiver. Right. But like, How could you have Matt Collins? Mm -hmm. You can argue anything, that Greg Ward's terrible, that you will never convince me that he's not as good as Matt Collins.
1: Yes. He had more catches yesterday than I think Matt Collins has all season. All season. Matt
2: Collins has like five all season or something. This was on the board. I should have took a picture of it. One of the producers wrote it in the Fanatic. I think Matt Collins has like four or five this season. Mm -hmm. Greg Ward had six yesterday, receptions. And then – Nelson Aguilar has only had six or eight games out of 75 games. His whole career is 75 games. Eight games, he's only had six catches. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, and then there, there was a J.J. Arcega-Whiteside one up there, and I don't remember that. But, yeah, I remember that. Somebody wrote it on there. Isn't that nuts?
1: Oh, God. That so, just makes it so much worse. I know. <laughs> that just, like yeah, like, I think I put out a tweet yesterday during the game that was, like, yeah, Greg Ward leading the, you know, the the bright spot of the offense in week 12. Exactly how we all planned it to be. Yeah. What? <laughs> literally, literally Jeez. what? And then there was the play calling in general. WTF Calling going away from the run. Carson had no time. Carson hurt his hand at one point in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson was playing like he's never played football in his life. And it was windy. Sam, what sense does that make? I don't understand it. The only thing
2: that I could possibly try to think of, they were nervous about Ajayi coming back. So okay. they, in their head, were like, we only have Miles. Like, so basically doomed themselves from the beginning and told themselves that Miles was the only option and they needed to give him a break. But that's literally the only thing I can try to conjure up in my mind of why. That's the only logic Yeah, and it, but it's not even a good enough logic because no. logic would tell
1: you that the throw and pass game was not working. And then the last one, what is going on with Carson? I know. He is back. It's
2: the same thing when he tried to, before his back was actually injured. And mm-hmm. it's just the same mental thing, I feel. Like, he's got so much pressure on him. He's trying to make so much happen. Not only is he trying to save his team, he's trying to make himself look good because he's right. had a bad couple weeks. So, right. like, it's just all, all mental.
1: And he has no weapons It just
2: all goes together, you know? Yeah.
1: And so I thought it was interesting. So, um, Kisten Solak on their show yesterday. Shout out, you too. Uh, they were talking about quarterback performances that had week one roster pieces missing of the wide receiver number one, two, and three, running backs one and three, right tackle and right guard. Like he wanted to know how the quarterback performed, like what other performances are out there? Has Mm -hmm. that ever happened before? And how did it, did it go? Interesting. It's very hard. I, I'll, maybe I'll have some time on the plane tomorrow. I'll do my best to try to figure that one out. But like, he's right, but that's also no excuse for Carson missing some of those throws. Like that one little like dump pass to mm-hmm. Miles Sanders where he threw it like six yards over his head. Yeah. I don't even know what that was. And it's like, th- there are some that he just misses. Like he either misses like obnoxiously or puts the ball Right on the money. Like, there's yeah. no in between. But also, if he misses slightly, his wide receiver, like, his receivers do nothing to help him. Yeah. Like, the one ball to Zach Ertz, he put it on his back shoulder, which he shouldn't have. He, like, put the ball in mm-hmm. a terrible spot. He didn't put it out in front of him, so he doesn't, you know, he couldn't lead him to it. Zach Ertz still should have been able to make that play. You know what I mean? And the same Ooh. one with J.J. I think of Whiteside mm-hmm. on the fourth down and two. So those little ones where, like, the receivers
2: obviously should turn around and help. You can also argue those might be, if it's not far off, it might be because of the wind. It might be because of the weather. It might be because he doesn't have chemistry with that guy. So those little ones, they're acceptable and they're annoying because, like, they should be able to help. But the other ones, like, the pass that you were saying that like to Sanders and stuff, like, those are just literally what I said, mental errors. Like, Mm -hmm. even you saw Russell Wilson do it. To, um, oh yeah that was bad. I don't even remember who it was in the end zone but he did the same thing and he was wide open in the end zone and he 10 feet over his yeah. it's just mental mistakes and that's like one of the red flags about it you know and yeah he does have so much pressure this is his first year with that big new contract mm-hmm. he's got to prove that he's got to he feels he has to make something happen like there's just so much going into it and like there's so much that it's
1: literally he can't focus on one of the aspects you know yeah it's been unbelievable to see like he has throws where it's like who else can make that throw other than a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers and then he does other things and I'm like when did we get Mitchell Trubisky out here like what Mm -hmm. are what are we doing it's (laughs) like I don't even and I think all of it goes into it and we actually we put a um, poll up on our Twitter today for you know another blame game as we do we had just under 400 votes and the options were uh, so you know let us know who you think is at fault for yesterday's loss. The options were Doug slash play calling, Carson Wentz, injuries slash lack of weapons, or all of the above. 55% say all of the above. 21% say Carson Wentz. 14% say injuries slash lack of weapons. And 10% say Doug slash play calling. Hmm. I was surprised that Doug was like the last one. I'm not surprised yeah. that all of the above is first, but Doug being the last one, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that.
2: You know, I'm trying to do the math
1: in my head. It's I think at this out, point, injury slash lack of weapons should be. Yeah, last.
2: that's. What, like no, I, my thing. A lot of people are saying that that's the common opinion, obviously, off of that, too. Right. But like, I feel opposite because our defense has been good this these last couple of weeks. And granted, mm-hmm. Tom Brady and Russell Wilson did not look phenomenal in either game. Right. But that's part of it due to because
1: our defense was so good. So let like, me ask you a question about the defense. The celebration. 14 points. Uh, down. What is your what do you think about, about it?
2: I mean, yeah, it's stupid and it made us look stupid. But at the same time, I you got to hype yourself up. Like, you guys are doing
1: good. I'll be excited. You know what I mean? I have no problem with that. No. I They weren't the reason that they were down 14 points. They were not the reason at all. They were the reason they were only down 14 points. But
2: that's my thing is, like, going back to the injuries is our defense was our very – was terrible in the beginning. Yes. Because everybody was injured. Yes. And as we got everybody back, we did better and better and better. And now we have everybody back. We're good. Yes. So how is that not the same for the offense? I'm confused why it doesn't correlate like that. Because everybody's just like, oh, Carson sucks. Injuries aren't an excuse. They kind of are. Like, look how bad
1: our defense was, and we got everybody back. The biggest problem, though, is they're not any better with Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey in there. I know. That's that's the biggest issue. But that's not Carson's fault. Not all of it, no.
2: Sometimes. I mean, yeah, Carson's not been great, but like it's not all his fault. It's not. Yesterday was. And that's the thing that's annoying is because it's all recency bias. So he's going to get blasted today because he didn't have a good game. But yeah. if you
1: look at overall the last couple weeks, he's had nobody. Like at this point, I can't I, – watching the game yesterday, I – every time I was like, okay, it can't get much worse, can it? It got it worse. It got worse. Like every time it – go, it got so bad yesterday. Like I couldn't believe that – I mean, like, I could believe that Eagles fans were leaving when they were. Joe and I had agreed, like, we were going to leave at halftime anyway just because of the A, weather, B, we had so much stuff to do mm-hmm. to to get ready for our trip and stuff. But, like, that was a premeditated, like, this is our decision. Yeah. People were leaving before we were. People left before halftime. Like, dude, we were not the only ones leaving the stadium at halftime. And ours was, like, a premeditated, it doesn't matter what the score is, if they're winning, losing, whatever.
2: But I feel like part of that is, like, the Eagles, we know the Eagles are not good this season. Okay? We know that. So sad. But you're playing Seattle and an MVP candidate and Russell Wilson. Who
1: did not look like and an MVP No, and you
2: want there. to get that show. That was a boring game. It was terrible. And it was bad weather, like you said. It was cold. I'm not was sitting windy. out there. It was The wind was brutal. Yeah, like I'm not sitting out in that to watch a sucky NFL game. I'll go home and be comfy and watch it on my couch. Yeah. If they're going to suck.
1: We also stood outside for an hour and a half in the morning to go see Rob run by the Falls yeah. Bridge and the marathon. We literally walked from here down to down all the way to the Falls Bridge across the Falls Bridge. It was like a mile, and I was like, "God, I'm, I hate this. I'm it's miserable. <laughs> I'm tired." And they did. And then I was like, "There are a bunch of people running in front of me running 26 miles." Yeah. And then there there were so many awesome people out there. Like all the, it was really cool to see like all the different shirts of the different reasons mm-hmm. people were running to support. But there were also people like. Running, pushing people in like wheelchairs, like Aww. through an entire marathon, twenty six point like that's insane to me. That is not. It's awesome. It's unbelievable. I could never do anything like that in my life. Run it, let alone anything else. Like not walk without a it, break, walk it.
2: Nope. I could it. jog it if I got a break in there. I a definitely. Couple of them probably. Maybe. I will
1: not. I have not, and will not ever run a total of twenty six miles in my entire life. See, I'm a, I'm a runner. Yeah. God bless you. I like you. to run. God bless you. I haven't done it in a while, but I like to run. <laughs> I can't run. You know how, like, if you jump off something too high and you get that, like, those sharp pains up your ankles, if yeah. you, like, land too hard? That's what my knees feel every time I take a step when I run. That's how my knees feel. You need shoe insoles. It's just years of wear and tear from <laughs> dance that just shouldn't... Knees should not feel like this at age 24. It's okay. But it's fine. You're skinny. You don't need to run. It's fine. I just... I, I was... Uh, I was so, like, taken back by... All the people running, all the people also out there in the cold and rain to support people that they didn't even know. Yeah. They're just like yelling and cheering for people, which was super, super awesome. That's super off track. But yeah, that's why I was like, no more weather today. (laughs) Not, no more of this. Um, okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about our prediction for the Miami Dolphins. Can the Eagles beat the Miami Dolphins? Who knows? We'll see, but we're the babes on broad on BGN Radio.
2: Welcome back to Babes on Broad, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I'm Sam Wilson with my partner, Jesse Town. Hello. So there were, was one good thing that came out of yesterday, and that was the Cowboys also lost. So we still set just one game behind them. In second place to the NFCs. we have the Dolphins coming up. Yes. And they have the Bills. Yes. They definitely have a tougher rest of the schedule than us. We talked yes. about this. We knew this. But mm-hmm. to put it just in perspective, like if you don't have your phone in front of you, we have five games left. Four of those five teams are two and nine. The only one above 500 that we're playing the is the Cowboys, which is always going to be a hard game. And they beat us once this year. We have them at home. So that adds to it. So hopefully we, that'll be the deciding factor. But they have the Bills, which are eight and three. And then the Rams, they also have like, they play the Bears. They, they, they play, play the Bears, Redskins, which is Bear. maybe, but then the Redskins, obviously. The Bears should actually be. are,
1: are playing better right now. They're playing better. Uh, the Bills played well on Sunday. Yeah, they're eight and three. Yeah, they're playing pretty well. They're like the most fake eight and three of all time, but like they're still eight and three. Yeah, I mean they're not. They're they played well on Sunday again, playing the Broncos. Whatever. Josh Allen's starting to look a lot better. The offense is clicking a little bit. The de- they have a good defense up there, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Maybe they can, you know, on a short Make week, rattle. Yeah, because that's a Thursday. The Cowboys. Game. Who knows? Yeah, enjoy your turkey and so the hopefully next, watch the Cowboys lose.
2: Yeah, so the next three games for them is um Bills, Bears, Rams. Yes. And then us and the Redskins. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, our game's obviously going to be a big one, but hopefully they can lose one. Amazingly, it would be if they want, lost two of those, but hopefully they can lose two of those because that would be huge Maybe for they
1: might get lucky because it's, so they play the Bears on Thursday night football. Wait, in they have two, Chicago.
2: They have two Thursday night football. Yes.
1: That's weird. Back to back, so usual? they don't have to No, it's not. But the Cowboys have like all of their games they always in prime go time. They all play on Thanksgiving because they're America's fake team. Um uh. But either way, the they play the Bears in Chicago in December. That's cold night. and that's windy. As you saw, they didn't play so well in cold and windy on Sunday. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're a dumb team there. And who, what was I, oh my God, who said it? Was it, oh, it was Gronk last night. Did you see this? I didn't see what he said. Gronk, first of all, was staring into the camera in a way that made me so uncomfortable. But he, he had a point. He said, you know, Bill Belichick has you out there in rain, sleet, 10 feet of snow. He doesn't care. You better not be late. And he said, you know, the Cowboys, there's a little bit of rain and Jerry's like, oh, it's okay. Come play in the bubble. Yeah. He's right. It is true. So I mean the, the Bears, they those guys are used to being out there in the cold. They're a cold weather team, just like here in December. Mm-hmm. Eagles are a cold weather team, sort of. <laughs> we can be any
2: team on any day,
1: and we can not be any we don't team know. on any day. We don't know. But <laughs> that's a that's a you know, a possible aiding factor for the Bears and in turn also us. True. Um the Eagles have the Dolphins this week. The Dolphins, as you said, are one of the multiple two-and-nine teams currently that they're playing. The Dolphins are allowing the most points per game in the NFL, just over 31. They're allowing 400 yards per game, 250 pass yards, uh, and hundred about 150 rush yards per game. Their offense uh, is scoring only 14.8 points per game, and they're last in rush yards in the NFL. Hm. Do the Eagles figure it out and actually beat the Dolphins they beat the Dolphins
2: but I don't think we're gonna be impressed no the offense you can only do so much with what you have even if Carson turns it around what's his top target Greg Ward now so pretty much yeah I mean at least he still has Miles Sanders by the way Nelson and Alshon where the heck did you go Nelson was in his in the locker room saying yeah feel good I think I'm like day to
1: day and that was middle of the week what happened to him? And then Alshon and he, he was at the walkthrough on Friday too. Yeah, and Alshon was limited participant all week. And you also saw Doug said last week, you know, sometimes you got to play banged up. I, you know, expect some yeah. of these guys to to power through. Like I'm just so over. Get rid of
2: all of them. Get clean house because I hate you all. Not hate's a strong word. I appreciate you, but sad. you're not
1: helping me. Leave me alone. It's just it's just disappointing, and it's disappointing because you and I talked about how you know. Everyone's talking about how we overvalue the team. I really just think it's been an underperformance, and I just think because it's been such a consistent underperformance or regression from some players, that goes back to coaching. It does. Like, I see that as a coaching problem. Well, and also, like, coaching, but you just – we're Philly. You need that dog
2: pride, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, how Joel Embiid said this week, he was like, yeah, load management is a bunch of crap. I want to play as much. That's what you need when you're in Philly. That's what we want to hear you say. Absolutely. So, my prediction – um I think it's going to we're going to win but it's not going to be by a lot. I'm going to say 21-7. No, 21-10. 21-10 okay.
1: Eagles. I just think that the, the defense is not going to allow this Dolphins team to score. That is so sweet. So I am going 24-3 Eagles. Um Wait, I, can I switch mine 21 to 6? 21 to 6. Yes. Okay. Of course. I like um, you. You convinced me. I'm glad. I'm glad I have that <laughs> power over you. Um <laughs> Um but I'm going to be on a plane when they're playing, so I'll I'm going to so I'm gonna have to rewatch this game. Please don't make it something painful that I have to sit and watch when I come yeah, home right? from my trip. Um, Okay, and real quick, before we go anywhere, a couple questions. Ready? Do we finally keep Greg Ward on the roster? Yes, especially until Alshon,
2: Nelson, somebody steps up and proves that they're good. And you also don't know if they're fully healed. So yes, definitely keep him.
1: Put Big V at right tackle if Lane Johnson can't go.
2: Yeah, or take JP up on his offer if that's the better option. Fire Mike Grow. I don't know if I do it just yet, but
1: you need to fire somebody soon if it doesn't get better. If this doesn't get better, I don't think his job's very no. safe. Extend Jim Schwartz? Why not? Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, extend Jim Schwartz. All right. <laughs> we were calling for his job calling. <laughs> I was never. No, I we were. I never. never was. When I say we People I'm saying Philly. I was not. I still think Jim Schwartz should walk around Philadelphia with both of his middle fingers up to everyone. Which is why I also stand
2: firm on injury sucks and it does come at you. All those people that say don't blame injury. And all the
1: people who were saying Jim Schwartz can't make adjustments. He literally had to change everything he believed in on defense to fit the inadequate people that he had out there before. You see now that people are healthy, what they this defense can do. Moving guys around on the line a little bit. They used a lot of uh Brandon Graham inside mm-hmm. yesterday because Josh Sweat was playing really well. So they had Josh Sweat and uh Brandon uh not Brandon, Derek Barnett on the outside and then Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham on the inside, and they were disruptive and it was great to see and I loved every minute of it. Uh um, yeah, six sacks. Yeah, it was phenomenal. That's nice. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Brandon Graham, absolutely living up to that contract. I love to see yeah. it. Very excited for him. And I love his positivity coming off the field, saying we still got five more. As well, much as this team has frustrated us, though, it's true. They still have five games left. Yeah. They are really in control of their own destiny at this point. They just gotta keep winning. I hope this it turns life. fun again. It's kinda like me too. When you have to watch it, you're like, oh,
2: I have to watch football.
1: Yes. <laughs> you it's know miserable. What I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you're like, uh oh, who knows where this is gonna go. But hey. The Sixers are playing well. They, they are. Know, they're on a three-game win streak. They absolutely destroyed Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. Dude, the they're seven and zero at home. I love it. Now that I said that, they're gonna lose the next home game, but whatever. It's fine. They're in Toronto tonight. I don't I, know when this episode's gonna come out, but hopefully they beat the Raptors. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's our quick reaction episode for for this week. Happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for all you babe squatters. We are. Thank you. Absolutely. So thank you again, SB Nation, Bleeding Green Nation. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, like us on Facebook at Babes on Broad. Have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Yes, be safe
2: Wednesday night. Yes. You fools. Yes.
1: Enjoy all of your food. (laughs) Eat as much as humanly possible. Go birds. Go birds. Go Sixers. Go Flyers. And we'll talk to you next week.
0: Babes on Broad.